In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our gospel today takes place at the Last Supper, where Jesus says, I give you, to his disciples, a new commandment that you would love one another just as I have loved you. Well, what's so new about this commandment? Isn't there a commandment in the Old Testament that says that we should love our neighbors? Well, actually, if you go back to the Old Testament, you find out that as the children of Israel are gathered at Mount Sinai and Moses is mediating the law of God to the children of Israel. In fact, one of those laws is love your neighbor. But the neighbor was defined as a fellow clansman or clansperson of the nation of Israel. Not Gentiles and not others. There were many laws and stipulations about how the children of Israel were to live together and deal with one another. And then other laws for those outside the clans. So that's a limited view of the neighbor. Jesus, of course, expands that. But he's speaking to his disciples today and saying that this new commandment is to be uh, lived out according to how Jesus has already showed that he is loving them. So that's what's new about the new commandment. It's according to how Jesus has lived and taught and how he has loved. If we just simply look at the context in John of what is happening, Jesus is revealing what this love looks like all over the place. Jesus has revealed new commandment love when he stoops down and begins to wash the feet of his disciples. He reveals this new commandment love when he calls his disciples and tells them that they are to live by this new divine love, to love one another. He reveals this new commandment love as he actually reveals the truth of how fellowship with God works. Jesus in the 15th and the 14th chapter says, if you will keep my commandments and if you will remain or abide in my love, the father and I will come and we will dwell with you and we will all be in fellowship and communion together. The supreme example of this new commandment love is the self offering of Jesus on the cross to give us life so we would not remain in death. And then after the resurrection, there's more new commandment love when Jesus restores Peter, who has blown it. He denied Jesus three times, and the Lord restores Peter as he restores each one of us who are willing to hear him, to come to him, and to follow him. So if you want to know about what the new commandment love looks like, those are perfect examples. That's what Jesus is talking about. Self-offering, sacrificial, other-centered love. And that's indeed what it is. We can actually even expand this a little further. Jesus is the one who has fulfilled the law and the prophets because Jesus is the only one who has ever loved God completely and loved his neighbor completely. And so he has fulfilled this command to love himself. 
And that's really good news for us because that is actually a part of our salvation. Jesus has restored humanity back to the love of God. We were always meant to be filled with the divine life and love. The human story is, though, that we have not done a good job with that. We don't want the divine life and love always, and therefore we don't love with this new commandment love. Jesus has, and he can actually give it to us, and we're going to talk about a little bit more about that in just a moment. But Jesus loved, he taught, he healed, he touched all categories of persons without discrimination. Jesus loved all. Jesus offered himself on behalf of all on the cross. Jesus extended the definition of neighbor to all persons that we come in contact with. Jesus has revealed this type of love as humble service to all. Jesus revealed love as forgiveness, compassion, forsaking anger, forsaking lust and greed and retaliation in relation to others. Jesus revealed love as giving ourselves and our resources to others for their good with categories such as this, the sick, the poor, widows, the ill-clad, prisoners, the blind, the lame, etc., etc., to all people. And finally, Jesus extended the command to love even to enemies, even to those who speak ill of us, who use us, who treat us disrespectfully. So the first thing I want you to really hear is, is that when Jesus says a new commandment I give to you to love one another as I've loved you, Jesus is not saying just try a little bit harder with the love that you have in your heart. Jesus is not saying, you know, you seem to be a good person. If you try a little bit harder, you can fulfill the new commandment. Because, you know, you are a nice person. You know, you generally you treat people well. That is not what is being said. So the first thing I want you to hear is that the new commandment cannot be fulfilled from our own natural disposition. And the reason I know that is because we have trouble forgiving being compassionate, giving of ourselves and our time and attention to others. We have trouble loving each other. We have trouble not retaliating back when someone is coming against us. We have trouble with all of this. So this is not the natural human love and heart we're talking about. This is, in fact, the divine love of God that is restored to us in the person of Jesus, and in the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, which is the Spirit of love. So this is something different than us just trying a little bit harder, just trying to be a, a nicer person. That's not what this is. This is, in fact, a transformation of our heart and a transformation of our mind in knowing that we are, in fact, incapable by ourselves of fulfilling the new commandment to love 
one another with this type of divine love. So once we admit that, and once we accept that, we can move forward and say, well, if it's a divine love, it's not coming from me. It's coming from God. It's coming from Christ and the Spirit. And therefore, my job is to allow this love to flow through me and not get in the way. My job is to abide in Christ, to be in the Spirit, to uh, not restrict the flow of God's love in and through me so that God and His divine love can actually be present in me and flowing outside of me. So that's a whole different thing than just thinking that we can just try a little bit harder, we'll be nicer persons, and we'll fulfill, fulfill the new commandment. Well, Christ, as I said, is the only one who has truly fulfilled this commandment. He restored this life and love of God in human nature. He comes to be in us to give us the power, because he is the divine life and love, to actually uh, move towards others with this type of sacrificial love. And this new commandment is in fact love in action. It's not a thought, it's not a feeling, it's action. Agape, when, when it says God is love, it's God is agape. Agape is action. It is movement. It is an actual movement of a person into the life of another with time and resources, which is a nice way of saying money, uh, of action. And the good news is, is that we at St. Francis have this going on all over the place. We have it going on at the gathering. We have it going on at MAM and LOTS and all these other places. So if we want to find a place to serve, that's the next step for us as we realize that we need to be open to Christ and the Spirit being in us, moving through us to fulfill this new commandment. And we can do that by maybe reading at Woodview Elementary serving in some other way. If you're interested in finding a, a new way to serve, just get with us and we will be happy, uh, so happy to help you find a place to serve. So through the love of Christ, we are called to love as Christ himself has loved. And that is a tall order. We're called to bear, to believe, to hope, and to suffer all things. Because this is what Christ did this is the love of Jesus. So we fulfill the new commandment. We remain in God. We remain in his kingdom. One of the most important things also to uh, remember is that this is called a commandment. But because we are children of the Reformation, we don't hear that word the way that we probably should. We hear the word commandment negatively. I bet almost all of us hear commandment negatively. And it seems to be something external from us that we can keep it or not. And if we don't, it's okay because Jesus paid for all of our failures. But that's not really what is being taught. 
What is being taught is that Jesus is giving us a new way of life, a new reality. It's probably better for our ears to hear that because a new way of life is holistic. It, it is something that is a part of us and not external to us. So a new way of life, a new reality to enter into, to participate in. That's how we should hear this new commandment. This new way of life, this new reality is in fact participating in God's life. And God's life is agape love. The life of God is divine love. And this is what this new commandment is about. It's about abiding and remaining in the life of God, which is divine love. So you see how that holistic approach makes much more sense. Well, there's a good story about a theologian, and he was teaching at a school, uh, and he was uh, friends with the cook, the cook in the cafeteria. This was a fine woman. Uh, she was a wise person. But there was another teacher that was on the staff who was uh, rude and just arrogant. And, uh, and everybody knew it. Well, the author uh, who shared this story was there in the cafeteria speaking to the cook. The rude teacher came up and said something to his fellow teacher, but totally dismissed the cook of the cafeteria. Didn't say hello, didn't even look at her. Just came and said something to the teacher and went on. Uh, the author said that he felt embarrassed and, and felt like he had to even sort of apologize for the rude behavior of this other teacher. But this is what the cook said. She said, he doesn't have to love me for me to love him. He doesn't have to love me for me to love him. She was not operating with natural human love. She was operating within divine love, new commandment love, because she knew Jesus. In fact, she said, I know that Jesus loves him, and therefore I can love him also. She was not playing tit for tat. She was not retaliating. She was not sensitive because she was not being uh, respected. No, she just loved with the love of God, with the love of Jesus I don't, she, he doesn't have to love me for me to love him. Well, the last thing I want to say today is this divine love conquers all. It is something that even death itself cannot overcome. Our passage in the Revelation of John talks about the new heaven and the new earth coming down uh, adorned as a bride. And that this new reality of God's life and love in the kingdom, the new heavens and the new earth, will be a place where there's no pain, no more tears, no death. All the former things are passed away. And what is left? What is left is God's life. And God's life is divine love. So love truly does conquer all. If we remain and abide in Christ and in the Spirit, we will enjoy God's life and God's love forever. So as we come today to receive the very life of God in Christ, 
let us come and open ourselves to the divine love that we would fulfill the new commandment to love one another as Christ has loved us. Amen.